0: good morning everybody I am Glenda Geek in Ocala Florida
2: and I'm Jamie Jennings and I'm in Norman Oklahoma you're listening to horses in the morning on the horse radio network for June 30th episode 2714 brought to you today by stateline Tech good morning horse people
0: do you want to know what you're listening to
2: no I yeah I'm very confused. Like Dream Alliance music.
0: I got this message today, we'll just let it play in the background. I got this message today from uh let's see, who is this from? This is from Beringer Ingelheim? Ingelheim? How do you say that? It's the drug uh, company. Okay. They make drugs for horses. And this is what it says. The 4th of July usually means one thing for horse owners, equine stress. Unfortunately, equine stress can cause more than anxiety and actually lead to equine gastric ulcers. To help soothe horses during this difficult time, they hired a behaviorist composer and researcher, Janet Marlowe, to create this soundtrack to play in the barn to relax your horses. And I'm sorry, I fell asleep. What? It's 10 minutes of this soundtrack that you're supposed to play really loud in the barn on the 4th of July. Because what they said is that it's designed specifically with the listening needs of the horse in mind. The specific pitch, tone, and frequency. Clinical studies have shown how music can release a horse's physical tension and stress behaviors. So let's see if this is the kind of music your horse would like. It's working on me. I'm less stressed.
2: (laughs) I mean, I thought it was the beginning of a like a movie or like a movie trailer (laughs) or something
0: there's 10 minutes of that by the way i'll put a link in the show notes if
2: you just turn put it in your barn close the doors turn that up really loud yes it will definitely help your horses with getting uh stressed for fireworks it's
0: definitely better than the music we get occasionally coming from our neighbor neighbor which is rap music at about 100 decibels and and it starts at about one in the morning when they're coming home and i you know if you're one of those people that listens to the radio at about hundred decibels in your car and has the special speakers and all of that, and you can hear it thumping three, three miles away, how do you have any hearing left? I
2: don't know. They won't. I, they won't.
0: I can't I can literally hear this coming about a mile th- away through the neighborhood. There's been so many complaints about him coming through the neighborhood with it blaring at one in the morning. I don't get it.
2: I hey, you know how I, <laughs> I talked about um popping the balloons to to yes. let the horses not yes. stress out? So, somebody uh, went onto my Facebook page because, you know, people like to troll and uh, she said her, her message was choke. And I was like, oh, choke? I'm just not going to respond to that.
0: I mean, the horse will choke?
2: The, 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 all she wrote was choke. Oh. Under the thing. <laughs> well, I, I've now since checked it two or three times to see if anybody else wrote that because, I, you know, I've done this to hundreds of horses and not had a a problem with that, nor do I think horses breathe in and, you know, I don't know. I haven't had a problem with
0: it. If anything, I would think they would spit it out.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the next, she edited her message. Cause you could see all this. Your horse will choke. So that was edited to say that. And then an hour later, she's changed it again. It's like, she's trying <laughs> to get a response from me. I wouldn't do this while horses are actively eating because of choke. Like, I get it. I've read your message. I'm not going to respond because that's not what I do. Thank you very much, Shauna, for sending me a message. You know what and... she needs?
0: <laughs> it, it's still going. By the way, we'll come back to it because it's long. You, I guess you could play it on repeat. Uh, I tell you what, I'm less stressed. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if this is true or not, but anyway, thank you to the name of the company who I can never say. Beringer
2: Schlerzinger (laughs) Ingraham.
0: You watch. They're going to write to me next week for being an advertiser. We're going to have to learn how to say it.
2: Oh, it's... All right, bo, let's go
0: on with the show. Um, so, so I bo do Ingelheim. have another meetup Ingelheim. announcement today. Uh, we're doing one a day till we get them all done. So if you are going to be in the Nashville area on August the 4th, we have officially put up the announcement now. In uh, conjunction with Colby's Army, Lisa Waisaki's Colby's Army, the Therapeutic Riding Center, and Templeton Thompson and Sam Gay, we're putting on a concert right just north of Nashville at the Livery Stables Events Hall. Appropriate, huh? Um, and awesome. we're going to do a live concert there. It's going to be on August the 4th. But we're also going to do a tour of the Therapeutic Riding Center, have a little bit of food and stuff. And then uh, we're also going to put this out live for the people who can't make it live. We're going to put it out live uh, for on all our Facebook pages. So this is a concert that everybody can enjoy, for, whether you're in person with us or at home. So if you're in the Nashville area, please respond. Go to horseradionetwork.com and uh, definitely uh, respond that you're going to RSVP that you're going to come so we know.
2: So, fun. so there it
0: is. Go to Horseradionetwork.com's Facebook page, and you'll find the link right there on it. But that's the latest, and we'll have more for you on Friday. More announcements about meetups. On today's show, we have Dr. Natalia Navoa of Palm what? Beach Equine <laughs> Clinic. Oh, discusses job, what a horse owner could and should expect when doing chiropractic. And also, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about to board or not to board. We have a study show, and Jamie has weird news all on today's show but first it's daily winnie time and i have a birthday
2: birthday,
0: birthday, birthday two birthdays auditor birthdays right now we have sharon silva and margaret dwyer happy birthday to both of you
2: Uh, I have a, a couple daily windings I'd like to give out. One is going to go to Lindsay Roush because she custom made me some reins for myself about 10 years ago. And they still last. But I bought another pair from her uh, for a friend of mine in her farm colors. And they're paracord reins, Glenn. And they have little clips on the end. Oh, and they yeah, are Oh, yeah. She awesome. makes
0: beautiful stuff.
2: They're awesome. And I gave them as a gift to my friend, Brittany. And she started crying. She was so excited. Uh She's like, Oh my God. Like it was awesome. So if you guys do need that, just send me an email and I'll get you hooked up with her. Um, also Alicia Kay and Sarah Welk both sent me awesome messages and awesome photos of them and their horse. Well, Sarah didn't send me a picture, but she did tell me because I feel like I know the horse. She actually adopted a horse that we featured on retired race horse radio. So, on every episode of Retired Race Horse Radio, we feature an adoptable horse from new vocations, and boom, she took one of them. So, congratulations to Nettie's Legacy, who now has a new mom. Yay. Very good. You know,
0: I think we've had a pretty good track record. They say that this horse will get adopted out, like, within a month, every time you highlight them.
2: Definitely. When we first started, we were getting reports that it was as soon as the show went live, they were getting adopted out. Now I don't follow up as much as I did, but now we've highlighted so many of them that they're giving us kind of the more challenging ones to highlight. You know, (laughs) the ones that aren't perfectly sound may have some issues, and they're still getting adopted out. So I think it we're we're doing a good thing on that show. You know, I'm a huge fan of adoption, so we're going to
0: try and get over to see them on the Sunday you're in town. We'll good. head over to see them. we we got to go visit them and Yes, I hi. think
2: Leandra needs to, wants to meet up with us on the Saturday night, too. So Leandra Cooper from New Vocations. She's oh,
0: good. Awesome. Yeah, she definitely needs to come out.
2: She's on every Retired Resource Radio. She has yeah. to
0: come. Yeah, you're, you're friends now. You're best buddies. I know. All right. Um, so Daily Windies are done. I have a study show. Now, I can do this one of two ways. You can guess, like we usually do, or I can just go over them. because. <laughs> Let me do it this way. I'm going to do it a third way. <laughs> you tell me you're,
2: you're welcome for my opinion
0: thank you <laughs> i just value your opinion so much today um, so you tell me what are the things that come up by the way study show is where i take a look at google and i put in study show and i look over the last month and i see what we've wasted large amounts of money studying in the scientific world this month
2: i told you i have a new one i want to do i want to do Experts say <laughs> that's because a perfect one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that these people have no qualifications and are just saying that experts say. Go ahead, you can you can make up anything with experts say, but study show. Go for it.
0: Yeah, okay, so, so I do this study show, and I look at the last month. I cut out everything COVID because that's ninety percent of them, and I also cut out anything political. So this is what's left. What do we have in every study show that we have done every month for the last ten years?
2: Coffee.
0: Yep. Ding, 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 ding. One of them. Wine uh alcohol yeah okay i'll give you alcohol
2: uh, and what's the
0: third one that shows up and what's the other vice that shows up every every study show
2: well, is, is it is it a vice Advice. or is it S-E-X? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: no, vice. I don't know why I
2: spelled that like...
0: You can say sex, it's okay.
2: I don't know why I spelled a dirty that, word. Sorry. Procreation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like saying that word around my kids. Like, I don't want him to know. Marijuana
0: know. is the other one that okay, shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got them all today. It was like this month took every... Uh-huh regular study show that we've had for the last 10 years and put them all in one month it's so the
2: trifecta oh it is crazy show. it's Only like let's sex is involved
0: after the pandemic let's restudy everything that we've already proven 100 times to see if it's still the same and that's what this is so okay. studies show there's an in now who saw this one coming that there's an increase in car crashes in states where pot is legal
2: no, you're kidding me. That is so shocking. Weird.
0: So you hey, get high, what? you wreck your car. Whoever saw that coming? Um, you
2: mean you can't drive while you're stoned? You wreck your car? That's crazy. Well, I think that's a normal study.
0: here in Florida, to be honest. Um, studies show why coffee is so beneficial for your health. So there's the coffee and it's beneficial this time. Not going to kill you like other times. It's still beneficial. Okay. Studies show the danger of artificial sweeteners. I feel like we've had that about 50 times in the last 10 years.
2: Are you not letting me guess these? You're just going
0: for it. I'm going for it because these are just
2: (laughs) Because I just read a study that said that if you are under the age of 50, you should limit, you should drink less than 28 cups of coffee a day.
0: That's probably true.
2: (laughs) I was like, so over 50, you can drink 29 (laughs) cups of
0: coffee? (laughs) You need it then. i got to find
2: that study for you.
0: Uh, Studies show four ways yoga can improve your life. Now, when I read that, I went, is yoga worth doing if it's only four ways? I would need six or seven to do yoga. I mean, I'd kind of do yoga, sort of, on a semi-regular basis. Does that count?
2: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you,
0: do you have you ever done a yoga class?
2: Of course, I've done a yoga class. You have? Yeah.
0: I'm kind of surprised at that, actually. I mean, I know you do kickboxing, but I never saw you sitting doing That's yoga. That's
2: because I did yoga, and I was like, this is boring. <laughs> I want to do something where yeah, I can learn Yeah, you're too to type A people. for yoga.
0: You're like me. I'm like 10 minutes in, I'm going, okay, this is it. like, Can you we do know, something fun? Got right We've
2: actually determined that I do have a little attention deficit disorder. No, really? Yeah, it's weird.
0: Studies show Jamie has attention deficit disorder. <laughs> <laughs> I have
2: a little bit of the hyperactivity, the attention deficit.
0: I think I could have done that study with the listeners about nine years ago. Oh, and we <laughs> hope you didn't spend any money on that.
2: <laughs> I didn't, I didn't need to get diagnosed. Uh, it was pointed out to me, and uh, thank you for that, husband.
0: Appreciate That's it. That's funny. Uh, studies show I kind of feel we've done this one 10 times too dogs truly are our dogs, truly are man's best friend. Women don't count, I guess. It's just wait, man's studies
2: best show that dogs truly, truly are, are man's
0: best friend. Women, it's not so much, I guess. I don't know. I don't read the studies. Studies show that VR games can help children manage painful medical procedures well. So that's interesting. Do you have a VR headset?
2: Yes. No. Well, well, let 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 me back up. I don't. My son does because my brother continually (laughs) gives him age inappropriate gifts. Like he gave him a motorcycle for his eighth birthday, which still hasn't come out of the garage, but he gave him a VR headset for Christmas. And, uh, yeah, it's, I put it on. And I hit the ground like I had to actually feel the ground with my hands and my feet. <laughs> well,
0: you don't do well so on boats and stuff either, or, or even roller coasters. So you probably I don't see was, VR it's games. A hard pass, hard <laughs> yeah, pass. I don't see I that. God,
2: Chad was able to set it up.
0: But you know what? I can see though that this would help yeah. somebody, a kid, especially forget the pain definitely, and focus definitely. on because it's all inclusive, you know. So I can see that. Studies wow, sh-
2: we should pay for that to be a study. We
0: should not. Studies show. That listening to music near... Now, this is one that I, I almost read. I got this close to reading and then I didn't. Uh, studies show that listening to music near bedtime interferes with your sleep. Well, if it's the rap music from The Neighbor, I can tell you it interferes <laughs> with my sleep, right? But if I'm listening to soothing music, how does that... When you're listening to this, how does it interfere with your sleep? Tell me. Can
2: I be honest about what's stuck in my head right now? Yeah, because it's been raining here a lot, and Lucas didn't go to camp yesterday, yeah. and so he was inside a lot, <laughs> and he watched uh, Netflix. Uh-huh. And this is this is I don't th- this might be a little young for you, but we're gonna have a lot of listeners because they've redone it now, and I want everybody to sing along with me. Here we go, Ducktails, Woo! Every day DuckTales Woo. Oh my god. It's like the episodes are four minutes long, so they can get back to the damn song that starts the episode. DuckTales Woo! DuckTales! Woo! You oh know, my god! Stop. He turned it on this morning. I was like in the bedroom. I'm like, no, no.
0: Isn't he too no. old for that? I
2: would think so. <laughs> He's on like season seventeen of The Simpsons, (laughs) and he's abandoned The Simpsons for (laughs)
0: Ducktales.
2: And I'm losing. Like, put The Simpsons back on. I'd rather watch that (laughs) intro a thousand times. Oh, it's like I can't take Ducktales. Please tell
0: me you don't let him watch South Park.
2: No, God.
0: no 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 <laughs> he'd be quoting cartman at school and you'd be arrested
2: <laughs> oh yeah he i mean if it comes on he like wants to watch it i'm like no absolutely not
0: <laughs> oh and one last one i'll leave you with okay. this one seeing your comment earlier <laughs> this is appropriate studies have found that internet trolls have narcissism there's a big no. surprise It's <laughs> a big surprise
2: you mean this chick named Shauna who keeps <laughs> beating me to get a response is narcissistic? That is crazy. I never would have thought. You're
0: going to be surprised if she's a listener.
2: Uh she's she's. Not, I mean, I clicked on her. We're not friends on Facebook, and we don't have any mutual oh, uh, friends that aren't like famous inventors. You know. Yeah. Yes.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> she
2: just. Likes to follow me and troll me.
0: <laughs> well, we always have those. So there's your study show for the month. Nothing new. Absolutely nothing new. <laughs> so nothing that we haven't spent money on before for a study show. Well, let's talk about Stateline Tech. Right now, I'm going over to Stateline Tech and I looked at it this morning. And when I went over to statelinetech.com, which you should right now, uh, they have unbelievable barn bargains. 1,000 deals you'll be chomping at the bit for. So uh, they have this sales section that's kind of like the closeout where they get rid of stuff. And you want to head over there right now because they have uh, 10 pages of these 567 deals. Anything from, believe it or not, a thermal kitty house. Yes, they have outdoor Kitty barns, like little houses for kitties outdoors. I didn't know they had those. Like a dog house, only it's a kitty house. Masks are on sale now. I will tell you that I'm seeing masks on sale by everybody who's ever made a mask right now. <laughs> going on like sale? Fly mask? No, people masks, COVID masks oh, are are yeah. going on sale everywhere. <laughs> Weird. Uh, I pity companies that switch that to their to their business model because. Um. um you're going to be going out of business soon. Uh, Also jackets and coats and helmets and boots and all different kinds of stuff right now. As I said, there's 10 pages on here. You just want to go check it out. Uh, You know, take a look at the prices. Take a look at, you know, comparison shop like we always recommend you do. And certainly you're going to find a lot of these at Stateline Tech. I I actually comparison shop some of them and it does look like they're closing out because there's certain sizes and things that aren't available. So the sooner the better. StatelineTech.com. Go over and take a look at the unbelievable barn bargains, and they put that up there just so I would screw up the name, statelinetac.com. Ooh,
2: a bucket heater for $28? Mm-hmm. Add to cart,
0: <laughs> <laughs> And now we're going to do our health segment. Uh, Jennifer and I had a chance to catch up with Dr. Natalia Novoa, and she is from Palm Beach Equine Clinic here in Florida. And we talked about the five steps to chiropractic adjustment, and this is really we geared the conversation towards new horse owners and what you should expect when the chiro shows up. So thank you for joining us, Dr. Novoa.
3: Well, thank you for having me, uh, Glenn and Jennifer. Uh, we're really excited to be here with you guys today.
0: And I've passed your clinic down there many times, and it's, it's very pretty. Uh, but I, with that accent, you are definitely not from Palm, Palm Beach area.
3: Well, uh, I was born in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, but I was raised in Bogota, Colombia. Uh, Okay. Uh, And I graduated from the University of La Salle in Bogota, Colombia in 2000. And then I joined the team of Fonbiche Kwon Clinic uh, that year.
0: And you've also studied at Chi Institute up here in Ocala, right?
3: Correct. Correct. Um, I studied the acupuncture, traditional Chinese veterinary medicine at the Chi Institute, um, and I also did my chiropractic qualifications through options of animals um, in the College of Animal um, Chiropractic in Kansas City. So I do practice conventional and alternative medicine.
0: That's terrific. Well, we're firm believers in alternative medicine here at Horse Radio Network, so we're glad to have you on. So, all right, I've called you. It's the first time I'm ever having somebody out to do chiropractic on my horse. What are the things that we need to know?
3: Well, first of all, I think that uh, we have to have a great... um, Evaluation, uh, but we start first with like any other medical evaluation, which it begins with a thorough history. So we will discuss um, what's the chief complaint, and because then it gives me a very important information that I gather from riders, trainers, owners, and grooms. Um, they spend the most time with the horse and then they know them the best. So definitely, I would say we start with a good medical um, evaluation and history. Um then I usually um continue with an acupan, um which I check mainly all my acupuncture points from head to tail. Um I check them with the round end of the needle cap and I apply a firm pressure on a specific point and I evaluate the reaction. After that, um I start evaluating the horse from the distance. I check the conformation, the posture. Um, any signs of lameness evaluate the movement, so I have them walk and trot. And here is where I incorporate my conventional medicine uh, in case that I need to do some flexion tests or hoof testers or nether blocks. And then is when I do the um, adjustment, I perform it in a very specific order to ensure that I don't miss anything and I do it thoroughly. Uh, I start with the TMJ, which is the temporomantibular joint. Then I move uh, to the pole, the neck, the front limbs, uh, including the lower limb joints and the carpet, which is the knee. I check the shoulders, scapula, and it's very important to compare both sides. I work on the withers, the pelvis, the back, the hind limbs, including the hocks, the stifles, and the lower joints as well. Um, I do the tongue release and myofascial release if it's indicated. And then after that, I do my second acupuncture point scan where I compare what I had before and after the adjustment. So if I still have a reaction, I may do acupuncture or electroacupuncture or I use the class 4 regenerative laser. Um, And after that, we formulate with the owner of the horse or the trainer, um, we formulate a short and long-term treatment plan. And we might incorporate some herbal medicine if it's indicated. So what to expect after that? In my experience, um, we see a significant uh, improvement right away uh, in terms of the pain and also muscle tenderness and spasms. Um, It makes a big difference Um, usually the adjustments can hold four to six weeks. Uh, In certain chronic injuries, we might need an earlier follow-up one to two weeks after. So overall, to answer your question of what to expect, I think it's so important to recognize and make an early diagnosis and treatment that can lead to a better prognosis and a positive outcome of any disorders of the musculoskeletal system and their effects on these disorders on the nervous system and the general health. So at the end of the day, I would say always remember muscle or joint dysfunction or misalignment or subluxation, how we call it, um, will create a uh, dysfunction of, or problems with the sick or secondary problems with soft tissue, irritation, and pain generation. So, um, if you ask me, what do we do next after the adjustment? Usually my protocol after is 25, uh, 24 hours off work. They can have pasture or turnout. I just don't want them to be working hard because of the muscle memory. Um, they can have... Um, the next day, they can return to normal work. And unless there is some musculoskeletal issue that is present, then we'll have to reevaluate uh, what would be the plan.
1: So I have, a, I have a question for you. When you come out and you evaluate a horse that you have not seen before, what are some of the criteria you use that helps you to decide whether or not the horse needs... Um, Additional therapy. So you you do your initial history and evaluation, and then you do an adjustment. How do you know when you need to do um, acupuncture or electroacupuncture or laser? What are the, what are some of the, say, point that he may, he has his neck looks sore? How would you know, how would you decide whether or not that, that issue you see in the horse's neck needs acupuncture or laser? What are some of those criteria?
3: So I usually check for muscle tension um, or if I see that there is an abnormal um, reaction on the tension on the muscle when I put some t- tension on it, then I would definitely say let's work with acupuncture or electroacupuncture. Um, the other uh, issue that I checked is if I m- realize that it has a diminished pain threshold when I put pressure after the adjustment, then I can say, well, maybe we can uh, perform some therapy with a laser, or when we see asymmetrical or um, asymmetrical or loss of the normal joint motion, then I can say, okay, we might need some. Massage, or we might need to take some x rays, for example, to see if there is just that is anatomically the problem versus just the range of motion. So I think it's an overall, um, I think the acu scan will give me a huge idea of tre- doing further treatments if we need to. Um, and as we mentioned, we have the electroacupuncture, dry needles with the acupuncture, or the laser.
1: So, what's the difference between acupuncture and electroacupuncture from the patient's point of view? What, why would you use one versus the other, and what result might the the, the patient experience one versus the other?
3: Both work great. Um, I decide depending on on the case. Everything is individual based. Um, with with the electro, we have a more consistent. Um, stimulation, and some horses get really relaxed with it. Some horses are very nervous, and then they can get a little bit ticklish with the cords. so then we know that it would not be appropriate to do the electro. Um, Some horses, they love the needles, and we can put several needles, like 15, 20 needles, and some, by the fifth needle, they can't um, relax enough. So then we all go, always go based on, on the case. And sometimes with the acupuncture, we're not only working on the musculoskeletal uh, issues, but also in in the organs. And we also balance all the, um, the the meridians and we're trying to get like a harmony of all the organs. So it just is based on on the
1: case based on the case. So it's very, very individualized. Typically, once you you see a horse initially and you get that evaluation and you develop a treatment plan, are the majority of patients short-term in that you develop a treatment plan that runs for the next 90 days and then you don't see that patient anymore? Or is it more typical that you see a patient and then you continue to see that patient over a substantial portion of its career?
3: So I see both. I see horses that are in competition constantly and then I see them often because they are having a very strong uh, exercise program and then they're more prone to have injuries uh, or a constant friction. Um, And then I have some Horses that I can see them once or twice a year. And they said that after the first treatment, they were great and they haven't had any issues. And then they just called us sometimes because they are having issues again, that they're starting to come up. So they want to address it before it becomes a big issue. Um, And some, they just come for maintenance. So we have a little bit of of everything. We have a wide range of cases. We work from horses that are high level Olympic horses to trail ride horses. So we have a little bit of everything and we have success, uh, successful cases with, with all of them. So it's pretty cool. It's, it's very interesting when, you know, some people, especially the new clients, they don't know what to expect and they, they're like a little bit hesitant of what we're going to get. But as soon as we get started, the horses like like what we're doing and then we start telling them what we find, what we feel, and then they can put it together with what they see and what would they find with their horses is fascinating. And then they're saying, oh, it makes, makes sense. Now I understand why the horse is doing this or that. Um, and well, then we actually create a great relationship. And a lot of people, they just come just to do the maintenance and, and make sure that the horse is not going to get back to those problems again.
0: And don't be surprised, uh, actually, Jennifer is having her horse done right now and has been for the last, uh, what, couple of months have been having chiropractic done. And he, you know, and acupuncture, actually. And he's a little, he doesn't want any parts of it when the vet first shows up. But then after you get started, then then he relaxes and he's like, oh, okay, I changed my mind, this feels good. Is that a common reaction? The horses go, I don't want any parts of this. Uh, but then after a couple of minutes, they're, they're just relaxed and enjoying it.
3: Yes. I mean, there are different personalities with the horses. Some are very nervous. Some are relaxed. Um, Most of the horses are very easygoing and relaxed with the adjustments. Some of them, especially if you are working on an area that is sore and is tender, they'll react to it. But then as soon as you start doing the adjustments, then they release endorphins and it feels good. So they actually allow you to work with them. Some of them, I have to put some um, acupuncture needles to relax them first. Um, and then in the meantime, we start talking to the clients, uh, gathering all the information. Uh, and then that we give, give them time to relax a little bit. And then that way, it's easier to, to do the adjustments. And again, I do a very organized um, or I have a, a system. Um, that I do, that I feel that the horses react really well to it. So I start with the head, you know, as I was mentioning earlier with the TMJ, and they they like that. So then I get them relaxed, and then that way I can keep working through it.
0: Well, that makes sense. I, you know, and I think this has been very helpful for somebody, you know, because everybody, even on the, on ourselves, are are... We're reluctant to try new things, right? We're, we're reluctant to take our... I was reluctant to go to a chiropractor for the first time. By the way, on a side note, I know how hard my chiropractor worked on, on what seemed like breaking my bones. You must be a, a Herculean strength to do it with horses because <laughs> cause with humans it seemed like he was working really hard.
3: No, no. You need to have a little bit of strength for sure. But you just need to be more accurate and okay. know your angles, know your anatomy well, and then you would be able to perform the adjustment without any um, extra strength because you don't need to go, you don't want to go above or beyond your the physical um, range of motion because then that way you can do more harm than good.
0: Got it. But he, it seemed like he was doing harm to me at first. Uh, <laughs> it seemed that way. Uh, but you know what? You feel better after. And the horses I know do too. Nigel does after his treatments as well. So thank you for yeah, joining us. I uh, The website, I th- what is the website for, for Palm Beach? Or for e- the equine clinic?
3: Well, you can um, make all the appointments. When you go with um, front desk at equineclinic.com, okay. and our phone number is 561 793 1599. And as you were just mentioning, you know, there is some people are, can be a little bit hesitant to try different things. Uh, lately, we've seen the increase of interest in non traditional therapy, and Beach Equine Clinic is aware and understand its great value. So we are offering this service. And as I mentioned earlier, with remarkable outcomes, um, and we've been having great uh, cases that we worked on. Um, and as you, you mentioned earlier, we're located in Wellington, Florida. We're in the center of the elite equestrian competition with top-level talented horses in show jumping, dressage, hunters, polo. So... Whoever wants to get an appointment will be happy um, to do it for you guys. And actually, we're looking forward to it.
0: Very good. Well, thank you, Dr. Navo. We appreciate you joining us. Well, I saw Jamie on one of the auditor posts. They basically their barn where they board their horses was going out of business. They were selling okay. and they moved away and she quickly in thirty days had to find a new barn or decide to bring them home. And we've I know we've had this discussion a couple times before the last ten years. Are you okay? Did you fall off yeah. the chair? Okay. Uh,
2: Chad's Chad's <laughs> over there messing with the the, okay.
0: the <laughs> He's not used to paperwork. He's not used to you doing a show. It's only been 10 years. Um, <laughs> it's a new thing. So We've had this discussion before and boy, I can go both ways on it. And there were a lot of very good comments by auditors on okay, this. Okay, I
2: haven't read this, so this is going to well, be it, you telling it me all
0: about Well, basically just, you know, do I do I want to commit to keeping my horses at home because when you've been boarding for a long time, it's a commitment. And I think I think it also It might depend on how many horses you have. I think she had two. Um, so, and she's, this is a key too. She is single, no husband, no kids, all by herself. So she's enjoyed the freedom of having horses boarded at a good place and she could go away when she wanted to, didn't have to think about all that stuff. So there's lots of advantages. We have, we, you have your horses at home. I, we have our horses at home. Now we've boarded in the past, just like you have. And there are certainly advantages to both. And there are disadvantages to both, right? So let's go over boarding. You get full care. In a lot of cases, if you're doing full care boarding, you get supposedly, hopefully, a trained staff. Your feed and turnout are done. You don't have to clean the stalls. You can go over and just ride your horse and not have to worry about fixing fence. So there's a lot of less maintenance stuff that you have to do when you're boarding your horse. Plus, if you go away for a week, you don't have to worry about it. You already have a built-in babysitter. You're paying them for it. Now, the disadvantage is expensive and really expensive in a lot of places. Uh, and I, I like this one. Nobody cares about your horse as much as you do. So there's that. Now, there's good boarding places and mediocre boarding places. Uh, and you, bad boarding places. And bad boarding places. You may not get as much turnout as you'd like. And some places, maybe you're on 24-7 turnout and you don't get a stall at all. So I think that depends on the place. It can be some distance from your home. I know when I read some of our listeners' posts that they drive an hour after work to get to their horse. It's like I used oh, to do that. Oh, that's got to suck. I used suck. to
2: always drive that far.
0: That's gotta suck. And Atlanta you drove yep. <laughs> Oh my God. And Atlanta well, traffic. See,
2: I lived in Atlanta, so I would drive out and then back in and I would go against traffic, but it still took an hour each way. Well But that's how that's how you have to get outside of a city to be able to have a horse that is
0: now you were the you traffic know. girl on radio. Did you have any advantage uh when you had to drive in the traffic of being the traffic girl?
2: Yeah, here's the advantage I actually worked a split shift so I worked from five to nine and then three to seven so I was actually always in the building when traffic was hitting so I would leave at nine and then go ahead outside the city and then come back in and by then everybody's starting to head out you know so that was how I was able to do it because if I had to drive in traffic it would have taken a couple hours
0: especially Atlanta traffic that road that goes through town's a nightmare
2: (laughs) All of Atlanta (laughs) traffic is a
0: nightmare. Um, So feeding time and turnout may conflict with your preferred riding time if you board. Yeah, that's true, because they're going to feed when they feed. So, you know, and you also may have designated times when you can use the uh, rings or barn. But now let's talk about keeping your horses at home. Let's go go through the disadvantages first, and then we'll talk about the advantages. The disadvantages, if you want to go away, you have to find a barn sitter. And that's not always as easy as it sounds, is it, (laughs) Jamie? It's just not easy as it sounds.
2: I don't want to, I can't comment on that right now.
0: Okay. It's time consuming. (laughs) This is the part when we had a lot of horses, when we had a boarding stable, and this is more than just having our horses at home. But when we had a boarding stable, it was physically and mentally time consuming. Everything needed fixed. And sometimes by the time you got done with the chores, you just didn't have time to ride your own horse. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who 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 have a boarding stable comment on that. If they don't have help and they're doing it all themselves, uh, that's what happens. Now I have the rule, and I'm sticking to it. We talked about this over the weekend, a couple of the meetups I did with listeners. Once my rule is, you can do three horses. Once you get to four, the work doubles. Once you get to eight, the work triples. So it just seems like you can do get away with three horses, but once you get to that fourth horse, it just seems like the work just goes way up. Um, and then once you're to eight, you need help. I don't know if people agree with that or not, but I just think if you want to have any time to ride your own horses, that's the problem. You got to fix the fence. You got to get the hay. You got to, it's all that stuff. Maybe I'm speaking as a horse husband here.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so my take on it is I don't think I would ever board a horse again. Because I absolutely love having them here. That being said, I work from home, right? So, and, and they are part of my work. Uh, also,
0: but if you I had have, a job, okay, let's say you had a real job in an office, and you were coming home with all the work, would you have time to ride?
2: You, I would. I would figure it out. I I, I I will get up super early and all that. But here's the, here's the dilemma that I would have as putting myself in in her situation because I'm in this situation all the time, which is I don't want to ride a horse by myself Mm. when I'm the only one on the property, Mm. you know, that makes it,
0: I didn't let, we didn't let Jennifer
2: do that either. And, and, and there's where you're at where, where I, I, I would kill to not have to board again. Oh my gosh. I love having my horses home. I love having them on my window. I love everything about it. I did put my arena by the road just in case anything happened. Um, but I do not like to ride. And again, I ride.
0: Yeah. You're non-trained riding
2: trained horses, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I uh, another I just, I don't like to ride by myself here. And so that would be the one thing that would keep me from doing it. You know, can you get a roommate? Can you get a, a border who comes out? You know, maybe they assist it, you know, let them stay for price of feed. If they can help you with the work or they pitch in, or you guys ride together, you know, there's all sorts of options that you can work out. But my thing is I, would I always will have my horses at home as long as I'm not here by myself. But if I'm by here by myself, it is definitely nice to have a community and a place to board them where you have, you know, if you fall, if something happens, I mean, I'm all, I'm like a safety girl. So I'd like, you know, if anything happens, I'm, I'm able to,
0: you know, forget that. What I've seen a lot of people comment when they bring the horses at home is they miss the camaraderie, just hanging out with the other boarders.
2: Oh God, I loved being out of the camaraderie. <laughs> awesome yeah because you're also out
0: of the barn drama (laughs) and
2: bothering me and doing the drama and i don't have the farm manager to deal with and i don't have the barn owner and i don't have the trainer and all the and and then all of the people that you end up you know you need
0: this jamie i
2: always like yeah that's better isn't it better i'm all better now
0: okay good very good But Moving you're right, what just, were we talking about? you know, so if you take a look at the list, if you write them down and you look at the list of positive and negatives, and by the way, that's what I encourage somebody to do, that, because some of these some things are cons. important, so some of these things are important to you, and more important to you than they're going to be important to Jamie, didn't care about camaraderie, but you may have met your, met your best friends at the barn, and you enjoyed seeing them, and that's the only people you see at all ever. So that's more important to you, but you just got to do it, and there is positive positive negatives to both, no question. <laughs> no question. Um one of the other things about having your horse at a stable is if you're a, if you're a new horse owner or you're 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 just not as experienced as as you, you just started in this a year ago having other people around when your horse has an issue that you can have them look at the horse
2: With before you doubt. call
0: the vet is nice. Well,
2: not even to have the vet. Just if you're having a training issue, if yeah. you're having anything like that, to have somebody around. And that was the problem with me boarding is I spent so much time help. And Helping, again, yeah. I I love to help people, and I love to I I, I love that now. But the the fact that. I would kind of only have a limited amount of time and I felt like a jerk if I didn't spend it with helping other people, but I wanted to ride my own horse. So that, that's where the camaraderie. Yes, I have my two best friends that I still have in this world. i met at at a boarding stable. So, you know, cause you're with like-minded people, but you also got to get your stuff done.
0: No question. All right. Well, there you go. There. I don't think we helped anybody at all with that, to be honest. We
2: did nothing to help (laughs) anybody. We said make a list, pros and cons. Yeah. But, you you know, again, riding alone is uh, that stresses me out. That's our
0: advice right there. (laughs) Make a list. Time to learn why some days you're embarrassed to be part of the human race in Jamie's Weird News.
2: Man, it's good stuff. Good stuff this week. Uh, I would like to remind everybody that if you ever come across a news story and you're like, whoa, that's weird. That is what I want. And I would like for you to send it to Jamie at horseradionetwork.com. Just like these contributors did this week. Laureen. Kaylin Alicia and Nicole all sent me weird news stories and I do appreciate it that you can send them any day. You don't have to send them Tuesdays. You don't just send them, but put weird news in the subject line so I don't lose it. Um, so I did get a lot of them, which had been really exciting. Hold on. Sorry. One of the video popped up in my head. I hate these videos when you click on a link.
0: I know. And there's millions of them at news sites. Oh
2: my gosh. Shut up! Sorry, in my head, it's just—it's like it's like, commercials. All right, so we're gonna head in this first news story. We are going to head to Washington D.C. to a woman named Jackie. And Jackie, if you can see her, she's very cute, very pretty. She. But she's been having to work at home, right? <clears throat> so she's been working from home for over a, a year now, you know, as far as everything was. So she decided to prank her co-workers and she wore the same Hawaiian shirt for every single meeting. 200. 200- <laughs> every Zoom meeting? <laughs> 264 <laughs> meetings she wore this hideous like Hawaiian shirt. I love this girl <laughs> she said I had some real ups and downs like the first month I was like this is really funny and then it'd be like oh I'm still wearing this and then it'd be funny again <laughs> she said and the last day of uh, she finally in our last day of work she finally spilled the beans about she was wearing she said when I told my team I'd been wearing the same shirt they didn't Know what I was talking about. Nobody had noticed. Are you kidding? The intern literally said, quote, on purpose, like so there's that, she says. Nobody noticed that she she was living this humor joke the entire time all by herself and yet no one person. That just goes happened. to
0: show you how much people pay attention to others. And those oh, are
2: video there. calls. <laughs> video calls and she wore the same shirt for 264 <laughs> meetings. And no one <laughs> noticed i love it
0: i do like this girl that's great yeah i (laughs) I cannot believe nobody can you imagine
2: just like laughing at yourself like (laughs) somebody's gonna say
0: something no nobody nobody ever cared (laughs) that's funny
2: all right this time we are going to head to massachusetts to what they are dubbing pony hinge Okay, Britain <laughs> has Stonehenge, which is that large ring of stones that inspires wonder over the culture and ingenuity of the ancient world. We, well, we saw it. You saw Stonehenge? Yeah, or Pony we, saw we
0: passed by Stonehenge, and it looked like a bunch of rocks that thing straight up. I'm just saying.
2: Okay, well, yeah. we're going to head to Lincoln, Massachusetts, where they have Ponyhenge. That's a right. It's a ring of plastic rocking horse ponies that have been laid out in circles. Like there's an inner circle and an outer circle. And I'm looking at the photo uh, from a, a, apparently some drone footage. And um, they say, though gazing upon the mysteries of Ponyhenge may lead visitors toward imagining the enigmatic spirituality of some unknown rural horse cult. Turns <laughs> out. <laughs> Jimmy Pinjan started the whole thing by putting the very first pony out there in 2010 because one of their kids wasn't using it, and he thought other kids might like to ride it too. And then all the neighbors started adding their own plastic metal and wooden horses and <laughs> made a ring, and then they made another ring. And apparently he regularly swaps out the most beat-up horses, and he encourages video, uh, visitors to take horses from the field to your family. I don't need to t- take next trip.
0: Everybody to the wanted dog- the damn things out of their house, <laughs> and they're just stuck in the field. <laughs> it, <laughs>
2: Stuck them in this field. So they say Pony Hinge actually draws visitors uh, <laughs> They either come to see the creepy horse graveyard or to see these cute rocking horses. Either way, <laughs> the site is popular enough and people are welcome to take them or bring their own and dump them in the field. And people have actually gotten married at Pony Hinge. <laughs>
0: So, you buy your kid this rocking horse pony, and the kid grows up, do not want anything to do with it anymore. And you're going, I got to get rid of this thing.
2: What am I going to do with it? Wait a it?
0: minute. I saw some <laughs> in that field out there. I can just, <laughs> I can just dump it out there.
2: Exactly. I got exactly. rid of it.
0: That's funny. The pony hinge. I got to. the story. Yep.
2: I'm going to keep it moving, Glenn. Keep all it right, moving. All right. And we are going to guess where we're going to go.
0: I'd have no way. Florida.
2: We're going to go to Florida, Glenn. What would you do if you had a spare $125,000 burning a hole in your pocket? Don't Uh, answer that. I'm going to tell you what you would do with (laughs) it. You would purchase a trip to ascend 20 miles into the Earth's upper atmosphere on board of what they're calling a luxury space balloon. (laughs) Yeah, no,
0: <laughs> no, I would not. Space
2: Perspective is <laughs> a human spaceflight company in Florida. On Wednesday, began selling tickets for its inaugural voyage into the sky. One hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a pop. You can actually you can go and only pay a thousand dollar deposit to hold it. the The flight is scheduled for late twenty twenty four again aboard Spaceship Neptune. It is a like giant balloon hot air balloon type thing but like they say it's a six-hour journey and all the guests will enjoy the best reclining seats in the house to soak in the 450 mile 360 degree view and there is free champagne and a restroom (laughs) Jeez, yeah yeah that sounds so fun
0: yeah that uh that doesn't sound like something i'd really really well you know what it reminds me of kind of reminds me of this that's enough to keep it from bursting into
2: flames. Get it started. Get it started. It's rising. It's rising. It's rising.
0: Terrible. That's the Hindenburg going down live oh on radio. Oh my God!
2: <laughs> Too soon, Glenn. Too soon. <laughs>
0: kind of reminds me of. I don't think I really want to go up in that balloon. Thank you very much.
2: I think that there's a there's actually Jeff Bezos um, and Richard Branson, two you know multi billionaires, mm-hmm. are actually both have purchased seats on spacecrafts and well they, it's that, their
0: spacecrafts <laughs> I mean, yeah,
2: exactly and bezos was gonna go and then yeah. richard branson like he made his trip even sooner and my thought is like say richard branson goes first and jeff bezos is scheduled in a month if richard branson's crashes does jeff bezos still go up
0: yeah because ego says mine won't
2: Oh, uh, okay. I'm just curious. When you have, first of all, be.
0: he's the richest man in the world. When, you ha- when you're when you the richest man in the world, you, you must have a large ego.
2: But you know what? That dude started it, like, his career, he started his business in his garage. So, like, maybe he's a little, I don't know, probably not.
0: He's bringing his brother with him. So, the whole family's going to go down if something happens. So.
2: If I fall, <laughs> you're going down with me. <laughs> And finally, we're going to go all the way across the planet, uh, to our dear friends who live in Australia. Uh, that's right. We're going to round out, uh, in Australia, apparently they've had some very severe coronavirus lockdowns because there was a second strain and the government shut everything down. And, um, two guys, uh, they, 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 are not named, but their ages are 30 and 49 were just fined $760 for breaking the COVID-19 rules after authorities had to come to their rescue on Sunday evening. Residents of Sydney and other parts of the state were placed under state home orders earlier in the day as Australia scrambled to counter the Delta variant, blah, blah, blah. So what were these men doing, Glenn? They were, you know, on a very remote part of the beach. Okay. And, and West of Sydney, they said they're very, very far out. There was nobody around. Um, however, they were sunbathing naked, completely stark naked and, and, and something, an animal came out on the beach. I believe it was a deer and the deer panicked them and they got scared and they ran, From the deer completely naked, and they ran and fled into Royal National Park, and then they got (laughs) lost. So, there are two men in the jungle, completely naked, violating COVID 19 policies. And guess what? They need help. That's right. Did they had to call in <laughs> all? How they call? Resources? Do they have their phones with
0: them? Where do they? I, I, I don't, don't know, want to know where they put the phone. No, I don't want to know. Sick.
2: This actually, our this article really focused more on finding them because it's it's <laughs> difficult to legislate <laughs> against idiots. I don't find deer
0: said. scary. You were at Monty's. He has twenty deer that lives in his backyard. I never w- had the urge to run from one of them.
2: No, especially if I'm running naked, I'm going <laughs> to scramble oh, into the woods. It is uh, Australia.
0: And, you know, their animals do find a way to kill people. You that's know, they, true.
2: Yeah. They couldn't fly, go into the ocean because they'll get <laughs> eaten by a shark. shark. And right. now, if they go into the, stay on the the beach, the deer's going to kill them. And if they go into the wilderness, there, some sort of snake is going well, to Yeah, gonna they have them. 12
0: poisonous snakes there. I don't think I'd go in you the woods what? either I, naked. You know
2: what I say is this 30-year-old and this 49-year-old, they're lucky to be alive. De- and. I
0: think probably hallucinations, maybe alcohol or some other substance was involved.
2: I'm sure, I'm sure. (laughs) But basically, the commissioner said that clearly by putting people at risk by leaving home without proper reason and then getting lost in a National Park, diverting important resources away from the health operation, they should be embarrassed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think breaking COVID rules is what they should be embarrassed about. (laughs) They
2: should be so embarrassed that they broke COVID rules. Not to mention the fact that they're stark, ass, naked, locked, <laughs> in, lost in a wilderness. It's the fact that they broke COVID protocols. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird news. There you go. That's it.
0: All right. Uh, before we get to, I know you have a happy news story to end the day, and I we're do. not going to have a post-show today. Uh, uh, Jamie has to get out to a vet, but I wanted to give a, sh- Jennifer and I, one of our best friends in the whole world's name's Chrissy Joy. She's been on the show before. She's a wonderful dog trainer. She's had her dogs in Chewy commercials and movies and TV shows and all kinds of things. She also won the Trick Dog Championship for the United States two years ago. Ago. We had her on after that. Uh, so, regular listen- listeners will know, well, she did, a, she went to America's Got Talent with her dogs, and they got on the show in front of the judges. So, they're on tonight. So, if you're listening to this oh. on, uh, oh, crap, I can't do that. It's over, but let me just change how I say it. Three, two, one. So, if you missed it last night, if you didn't see America's Got Talent last night, if you saw it, you saw them on the show. That's our friend Chrissy Joy. If you didn't see it last night, go back and watch it on demand, or if you have it recorded, watch America's Got Talent. You'll see Chrissy Joy and her doggies doing their performance. But she's a dear, dear friend of ours, and uh, she works really hard with these dogs, and she does quite well actually doing TV and movies and stuff and commercials. But uh, I
2: haven't seen it yet. But yeah, I heard you got to see go it. Well.
0: Yeah, go watch it. Uh, it was on last night. She show so go take go watch it and say hi to chrissy give her give her some love and her doggies they're very cute and she does a great job she's also a horse trainer too by the way but uh she makes more money with dogs big surprise (laughs) so yeah yeah. all right you have a happy story to end today
2: i do this is fantastic and and i've had this kind of situation not exactly but um have the the eventing community is just super amazing and what happened is we're going to go over to england it's not a weird news story it's more like a happy news story so hold on here okay, okay. I got to post it and go because it's a horse and hound story. So, of course, you've got to get through the 9 million they advertisements. They have more
0: advertisements oh. than any other company in the world. I yes. wrote to their editor once, who I know very well. And she said, oh, I have no control over that. It's the marketing department. I said, well, you guys need to chill because that's just it's ridiculous. It's hard to even
2: see this story it amongst is. all of the and, – And it's like there's – on this page, there's three different breaches being advertised – and it's girl butt, girl butt, girl butt. Like, all, like, <laughs> what is happening? Sorry. Okay. Moving to eventer Tia Lewis. Tia had, and her dad had driven five and a half hours from Derbyshire to Nunny the day before her CCI two star dressage test. And her horse box broke down at the yard she was stabling. At. I guess they driven down, they were stabling somewhere. And then she went to load up to, finish the journey and the horse box, which is their trailer type thing, uh, wouldn't work. She said, this was our second attempt at getting to a two-star. We drove all the way to the South of England in 2019 when there was torrential rain. And so that one was canceled and she's like, I am getting to this two-star. So they call a tow truck hmm, sorry, we can't, call. you know what, there's a part missing and we need that. So I guess they came in, but in the event, they couldn't find the specific part. And they were like, we just can't help you. And they're going to have to order this part. So what does Tia do? She packed her bright pink rucksack with studs, her passport, head collar, water, donned her tails and her high-vis gear, got a leg up from her dad, and hacked to the horse trial. No kidding. Yeah, this is in England. She, it was almost three miles that she had to ride to go to her dressage test. And she was dressed for a dressage. And she made it just in time for her test. And she was able to get in there. She said she's very lucky to have her incredible incredible parents and her trainer and all of the people that swarmed in and helped her. She said, I was going to give him a little rest and then have some grass and then hack him back. But everybody took me under their wing. When she arrived, somebody offered to hold Sunny while she put his studs in. And then they found her a stable on use. They gave her back a lift back in the evening. Like it was just the whole community came together to help her out. But way to go, girl. You know what? I'm going
0: there. That's somebody with de- the determination right there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Please tell me and she finished the, the
0: course, right? Yeah. It
2: does not say the results, which makes me nervous. <laughs> By the way, she won!
0: Yeah, there you go. That would have been that would have been a perfect end to the story, yeah, or at, exactly. at least finished and had a I'm good gonna,
2: You know what? Let me just stop you. She won!
0: <laughs> there we go. All right, good.
2: And on that note, thank you for joining us today.
0: We really appreciate it. Tomorrow we have on the show uh, the driving episode with Dr. Wendy and I, and uh, I have some audio that I did on a carriage in Southern Pines that we recorded while we were out on our test road trip. So, we have some live audio for you and uh, a couple of interviews like that. So, that's going to be fun. And then, of course, Dr. Wendy always brings the traditional Chinese medicine update. We'll have all of that for you. Get your ads in for Friday for really bad ads. The Jennifer at com. Record your own, get double the entries. <coughs> so, excuse me. So, do that today as well. All right, Jamie, go see your vet.
2: All right, Spade your Regalda, everybody. By the way, she finished 26th in a field of 80. Really? She was one of only 10 cross-country clears inside the time on her off-the-trek
0: Oh, that's
1: perfect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She won!